Okay, guys, we're live, and I first off want to thank Andrew's Pizza uh, for allowing us to conduct this awesome podcast. We have another awesome guest here today, Sarah Donahue of uh, Gratitude University, and I also have back Vanessa as co-host. Yep, yep. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna find out what uh, Gratitude University is all about. And um, so, without further ado, I'm gonna ask Sarah to. Tell me about yourself and, and uh, Gratitude University. Yeah, so born and raised in Hood River, grew up in Parkdale, graduated from Hood River Valley High School with Vanessa, same class. Class of 2010. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Um, and then after high school, I went on to study art at Savannah College of Art and Design in Georgia, um, minored in dance, studied fashion, absolutely loved it. And then went on to work and live in New York City for five years. Um, worked in the beauty industry um, for a startup company. I was the first co um, first hire alongside the two co-founders. So really learned early like how to um, thrive in New York in a really competitive industry in a really competitive city. And then went on to work for WeWork, another um, really big startup company, but still a startup company. Um, they're really big in the co-working space, um, so it worked for them. And then was sort of getting an itch to go off on my own and work for my own. Um, ever since I graduated, I worked for startup companies. I'm really just drawn to that energy mm -hmm. and that powerhouse and that passion behind a project. So I kind of knew in the back of my mind it was always something that I would be drawn to. Mm -hmm. um, and then sort of some things came into place. I felt like I got a huge sign from the universe to get out of New York City and come back um, to Hood River. And so that's when I started Gratitude University and started working for myself and just kind of started finding what really lights me up in my passions. Mm -hmm. All right. A lot of questions here. So, <laughs> so how, did, how, did you, how did you decide to go from like... How did you decide to go graduate from high school here and then go down to Savannah? Yeah, you know, I get that question a lot, <laughs> especially living in Georgia. It was funny. Everyone would be like, mm -hmm. I think you're the first person I ever met from Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but Savannah is an amazing city. It's an amazing school. Um, ever since I was little, I wanted to be in fashion. Like I was growing up in Parkdale on like a 10 acre hayfield and Meanwhile, I'm sketching my prom dress and what <laughs> my mm -hmm. outfits are going to look like. So um, it was either New York City or this really amazing art program at Savannah. Mm -hmm. um, and the moment I visited Savannah, I just knew that was the place um, I needed to be. And I don't think also I was ready at that point in my life to be in New, in New York City. I mean, such a leap from small town girl, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and it was amazing. It, I think it was the perfect middle ground um, to then want to go on to a bigger city. So did you, y you made your own prom dress? I didn't make my own prom dress, okay. but I certainly sketched, sketched a lot okay. and mm. um, did um, did make some of my own clothes and did some smaller mm -hmm. fashion shows just in, um, in high school and stuff. And then my major was actually fashion marketing, so kind of mm -hmm. shifted more to the business side of it um, while still keeping a lot of that creativity. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, so what did you think of New York City? Mm, I loved it, especially coming from a from a small town in Oregon. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because I was there for about five years, and I think the first maybe, honestly, two or three, I was really sort of fighting it, right? Like fighting the intensity of it, and like the just go go go, and the craziness of it, and um, also I think that just really kind of crazy environment to be a part of mixing that with your early 20s your first job out of college you're like mm -hmm. trying to figure it out was a really interesting um time to be there and I think just like growing pains also but very much magnified just mm -hmm. living in such a wild place right um so that was definitely a really big growing experience and then I think by the time it took me about, yeah, two or three years. But after that, I think I just had to lean into the craziness of it and the wild and just like the people and the nonstop noise and all of that. And once I just leaned into it and just went with it, then I really, really mm -hmm. loved it. And now I really miss it. <laughs> sure, sure. 
Yeah. Did, did you did you miss home when you were there in New York City? Did you think a lot about Parkdale and? Yeah, absolutely. That too. Um, what was the yeah. one thing you missed the most? Oh, I think every time, and my mom will vouch for this too. But every time I came back home to visit, I think the first thing I would say is, "Oh my gosh, the air." is so <laughs> so much cleaner so much yeah. cleaner and i feel like i can mm-hmm. actually breathe and um oh yeah so you, i definitely took that for granted for sure being there so how how does um gratitude university come about sure yeah um so this all really started when i was back living in new york city working for WeWork um in their community events department I met a lovely man named Teddy. He is the founder of Grateful Peoples, which is a gratitude nonprofit um, focused in journals. Um, They make beautiful gratitude journals. And um, ever since I met him, something just clicked about gratitude. Um, And of course, you've heard about gratitude for forever, right? Like thanking and gratitude and all of that. But for some reason, when I learned about it from him, I just knew it was going to be part of my life um, for forever. And um, so he got us started on a community gratitude journal um, at work. And he also gave me a gratitude journal. And um, I just started practicing gratitude in it every day and just being more conscious of it. Um, And it doesn't take a lot um, for gratitude to really work, like to do mm-hmm. its thing in your mind. Like that's one thing I really love about gratitude is at first it can sound a little woo-woo, um, but there's so much really awesome scientific research. And um, so, so how does, how does it work? What, what is great? I mean, um, like what is gratitude university? So is it just, Oh yeah, sure. So um, yeah. So fast forward a little bit. Um, just realized that gratitude was really starting to shift my life and woke up one morning with a mission to get these gratitude journals into um, the schools around the area. So I worked with Teddy. um, We got a grant and we were able to gift 60 students at Parkdale Elementary School um, gratitude journals. And I not only wanted to gift them, but I also wanted to really teach the students um, now that you have a journal, what does that practice look like and how can you incorporate that into your everyday um, so that's when Gratitude University came about, and I would work with the kids um, at Parkdale in the Excel program and mm-hmm. um, just do different lessons with them. Parkdale um, Elementary. Yeah, Parkdale Elementary, um, where I went Shout to school. Shout out to Parkdale. <laughs> <laughs> Love Parkdale. And um, Gus Hedberg, the principal there, and Christy Myers, um, who is in charge of the Excel program, were so amazing and welcoming um, to me in this program. I can't thank them enough. They really they really got this going and um, like allowed me to be able to do this. So that's really huge. Um, But yeah, so it started with just me volunteering in Excel with 60 students. We would do all of these different sort of gratitude um, practices. Like we would do skits and just give them time to write in their journal. We did this um, lesson that I really love. It's, I like to call it like getting really detailed with your gratitude practice. So, you know, choosing one thing that you're grateful for and then getting into all of the, listing out all of the different details on why you're really grateful for it. Um, and I like to say, like, the the dividends are in the details, right? Like, when you get really specific about one thing, um, it, like, heightens your gratitude even more for it. Um, but it's amazing what gratitude is doing to your mind um, while you're practicing, right? So um, it actually increases dopamine and serotonin, your mm-hmm. feel-good neurotransmitters to make you a happier person, which is just so cool. And um, there's studies on people who practice gratitude regularly sleep better. They have um, less physical pain. Yes, yes. 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 Mm -hmm. They deal with um, stressful situations better. Um, It's just really amazing. And like it also can go back to, you know, your feelings affect your actions and your actions affect your life and like it all is a circle and it all goes back to what's going on up up in your mind can you give us an example of um what you were teaching the kids about being grateful but then going into detail with that like uh, just a quick easy yeah sure this is something great um to do at home too if you are wanting to do something with your kids or just yourself um so yeah choose something 
when I worked with the kids a lot too, I, um, our main theme was unsung heroes, which will tie into, um, the book that I'm sure we'll get into later with mm-hmm. gratitude that I ended up, um, writing from all of this. But, um, so I would have them choose one thing in their life that they're grateful for personally. And then one unsung hero that you rarely think, right. Um, and also get into detail with that. So just as your say we pick firefighters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, go into all of the things that they do, the, the little things that you might not think of every day, um, why you're so grateful for them. It's just really building that strong connection mm-hmm. um, and just create a list. And it's a really good exercise. Mm. Yeah. That's so cool. Thanks. Yeah, and, and, and how, how is the program going here in Hood River? Yeah, so um, it, it was going great. Mm-hmm. Um, I started that in the fall of 2019 mm-hmm. um and then of course when COVID happened the school yeah, shut that, down that changes everything right right so while that was happening um i was inspired by my kids to bring this to a community level mm-hmm. um i thought oh my gosh what better time that we need more gratitude mm-hmm. so then that came about the Gratitude University Community Project. Um, And I started to ask people to send in letters, um, drawings, emails, anything of gratitude addressed to our frontline workers, our unsung heroes, and our essential workers that are doing the most, that are keeping us afloat during this crazy time. Mm -hmm. And my whole goal of this project was to create further joy and alliance with this community and Mm -hmm. to be able to thank these amazing workers, these unsung heroes, um, and just have them know that they have a really wonderful community backing them and supporting them in everything that they're doing. So the project began focused solely in Hood River County. I was like, you know, I am so proud of Hood River. (laughs) I want to tell that to everyone I meet. Um, But I'm so proud of this community. And it started off just really wanting to be a gift to the community. And then it sort of evolved into becoming um, this worldwide spread of gratitude. And I got submissions from Costa Rica, um, from Sweden, from California, Florida, New York, Boston. Like, it was really, really amazing in Spanish and in English, which is really, yeah, which was something that was really important to me. And um, yeah, it just, it became something that, I was so, so proud of. And, and then, so I put all of those submissions into a book and I called it with gratitude and, um, that's online now to read. And there's over a hundred submissions, um, from all ages, from all over the world, um, all expressing their gratitude towards these Mm. amazing heroes. And it's like drawings, letters, Mm -hmm. um, digital art. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. And, Thank and, and, you. And especially in this time right now, that's, I mean, I, there's so many people who just fly under the society's radar and just, just like what you said, a lot of many unsung heroes and people we should be grateful for. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, like I think, you know, especially a lot of our frontline essential workers that, that literally yeah. keep us fed and the economy going, mm-hmm. you know, and, and while a lot of people just you know, stay home or able to work from home. Oh, yeah. You know, your frontline workers are the ones that we need to be really, really grateful for, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I feel like this year, not only did we have COVID, but in Hood River, we had fires. Well, (gasps) Uh in the area. Totally. Um, So it was like both things were going on at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's really powerful stuff. Um, I think think it's great um, to be grateful for at least three things every day. I don't know. I like to yeah. practice yeah. Um, gratitude. And mm-hmm. I, I definitely can say that it. I just feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can notice a difference. Oh, definitely. I'm so glad to hear you say that. Mm. There's a few lines from different um, submissions I've gotten in the book that really stand out to me. And one was, I'm so thankful for all of you essential workers that weren't called essential before all of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that just like yes. really strikes a chord. Like mm-hmm. how powerful is that? Yeah. Um, you know, that it took this global pandemic for us to really thank these amazing people for everything that they're doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And another line that I just love and wanted to share was, I'm so thankful for so many that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And like when you just sit with that for a second, it it's really impactful, mm-hmm. you know? Like Yeah. Yeah. And I also think like, and this is something I, I noticed when I was working with the kids and something that I think is so awesome about gratitude is that it makes us be able to recognize our similarities mm-hmm. um, and really just realize that we're not all that different. Really all we want is to all be happy, right? And mm-hmm. like to all feel loved and to feel thanked and to feel grateful for. And I think something that's also so powerful that we're all hurting right now, you know? And I think this book and just any acts of gratitude right now is a reminder that we have so much similarity among us. And, you know, my hope is that that really reminds us that we're all in this together and, mm-hmm. and can just um, bring us all, bring yeah. us all more so together. So would the thought be to like maybe expand that, not just to Parkdale Elementary, but maybe other schools or what's, what are the plans? Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, I would love to expand the Gratitude University program in schools and go back schools, to reach out to Sarah, <laughs> reach out to Sarah. <laughs> if anyone from yes. the school district is listening. Yes, hopefully. that would be amazing. Um, I'd absolutely, absolutely love that. Um, and then also right now just working on making sure the book is being seen by all of the amazing workers that it Mm -hmm. is dedicated towards and and then hopefully printing copies and finding a publisher and um also working on some fun gratitude university merch (laughs) using that fashion degree maybe Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but ultimately i just already want one (laughs) (laughs) we got your first sale two sales Mm. okay (laughs) (laughs) um but ultimately just inspiring more people to practice gratitude and um to help them realize how much of a difference it can make in your life yeah totally mm-hmm. yeah totally. so can we can we expect any um incredibly awesome merchandise and fashion coming from <laughs> coming from yourself pretty soon to be continued okay. but yeah okay. i'm working on some right now okay all right <laughs> what uh what what is your specialty when it comes to to fashion? Do you have do you, do you have a specialty that you work on? Um, not necessarily. I love um, sort of what it evolved to now is more of like a graphic design ap- approach. So, um, I when I was working in beauty, I did a lot of like graphic design of our boxes and of our um, at, like our products. And hmm. um, now I also along with Gratitude University, I work with different women-led companies and entrepreneurs and do branding and graphic design and marketing um, for them. So Mm. kind of like a combination of everything um, into one. Yeah, And you're working here locally? That's right. Yeah, my whole idea was when I moved back from New York City was um, to be able to go wherever I wanted to and be in, you know, be my own boss. So I started working for myself and I really, I called it my eat, pray, love year. If you've read that book, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to travel around and um, work for myself and just kind of work on finding myself more. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's well, what a great project, especially uh, the timing now is mm-hmm. during COVID. Oh, yeah. Um, I think gratitude is is one thing that that's important. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, gosh, like during the really deep and like start of the lockdown I I remember days of 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 seriously being like I don't know if there's anything that I can be grateful for today you know do you remember that feeling like that Mm -hmm. just really intense like so what do you do sadness and you know then (laughs) it's like a good question (laughs) you know and I and I think that's when I have to sort of like snap myself out of it and remind myself and that comes to me um I'm reminded of things I'm grateful for when I slow down (laughs) when I take a minute when I sit with my thoughts and myself and um I think that really helps is just getting still taking a deep breath and realizing how much you are how much you have Mm -hmm. um to be grateful for but i mean it's hard and i think it's 
when it's hard, it's even more important. When you're going through something tough, it's even more important to lean into gratitude. Um, and I love this quote. It's like, you can't, if you can't find joy in a cup of coffee, you can't find joy in a yacht, you know? Mm-hmm. And gratitude, t- um, you know, treats everything the same. Finding joy in the small things. And yes. then by the time you get to the big stuff, then it means so much more. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. So it's good. But, um, yeah, for as far as like practicing gratitude every day, um, I think there's a lot you can do. Um, that's easy. And I, and sometimes I, I think people might have the assumption that it has to be this like grand thing or like this really like deep, um, appreciation or something, but it can, it can just be the small things. And, um, that's, yeah, that's a good point because mm-hmm. a lot of the times I'm like, oh, I'm grateful it's Friday. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but of course, sometimes I do get deeper. But so it's okay to just not be as deep every time. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's just it's that repetition. It's it's working that gratitude muscle. Um, and then mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Some days I wake up every day when well every day when I wake up I try to say. Th- three things I'm grateful for mm-hmm. while I'm still in bed. And usually one of them is my warm bed. <laughs> right. um, yeah. But just the act of expressing that and like just starting to think of everything that you're grateful for, it's just, um, it'll start affecting everything in your life. Mm-hmm. It really will. What are you grateful for today? <gasps> oh, I'm grateful to be here on my first podcast. <laughs> well, I was about to say, but uh, besides, yeah. of course, being on, on the most awesome podcast <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> yes, yes. You know what? I am grateful today that the sun was out this morning. Every time the sun is out in winter in Oregon, <laughs> I'm a happy girl. Yes. Um, so I was really grateful for that. I was grateful for my cup of coffee. I treat myself to a coffee out Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> and like, where, where do you get coffee? This morning I got it from Dog River. Ooh, my Dog favorite. River. Shout out Dog River. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> my I, favorite, my I favorite. Must, I, must, I must confess these two shots are from Dog River oh. too. So. Oh, there we go. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it can just be the simplest of things yeah yeah totally like there's two quotes that come to mind when just just off top of my head so the first one is i think it's uh if i remember right i think i think it's a it's an old persian proverb it says um i used to feel sorry for myself because i had no shoes until i saw a man who had no feet Mm. and the next one that comes to mind is um oh gosh how did it go how did it go? Um, I'm sorry. I'm just, I just had a... Brain a, a fart. To, yeah, a total <laughs> lapse. And, yeah. yeah. It'll, come, it'll come to me in a minute. Yeah. It'll come yeah. to me. So. Well, the first one was great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so let's, let's get back to... What did you think of Southern Georgia? And, and the reason I ask is because I grew up partially in Southern Georgia myself. Oh, you did? Yep. Um, I, I lived in Brunswick for five years as a child. Wow. Yeah. 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 Did, did you I get mean, bitten by a lot of mosquitoes? <laughs> deer flies, horse flies. Gnats. Oh yeah. A lot of bugs. Yeah. A lot of huge bugs. Yeah. That yeah. I wasn't a fan of. Yeah. Um, but you know, Georgia has a special place in my heart and I think I, I also really just like fell in love with the Southern culture and the hospitality and there's something really special about the South. But I also do you think um, knowing that there was an expiration date sort of on my time there, I think mm-hmm. made me enjoy it even more. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, knowing I'm here for four years and I'm going to mm-hmm. enjoy everything about this and like eat boiled peanuts and sweet tea yeah. and just like get into it. You know? <laughs> I've never <laughs> heard of boiled peanuts. What, did, did, did you have a little bit of a culture <laughs> shock when you when when you started listening to everybody with their southern accent and you know eating boiled peanuts and? Oh, I would say so for sure. And I still say y'all a lot. Y'all. Yeah. <laughs> that's one thing that stuck. Did I was you like, ever start saying I'm, I'm fixing? Oh, I'm fixing. <laughs> I'm fixing to. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another good one. I actually used to say that before, like. Yeah, before I was like 
13, that's when we moved away from Georgia, but I used to say y'all and I'm fixing <laughs> when I was younger. Yep. Did you pick up any New York accents or? Uh, you know dialects? what? Probably the, the biggest thing I picked up in New York was being a little bit more assertive and mm-hmm. aggressive, which I think okay. is a nice, <laughs> it's not, a, not, not, not anything <laughs> stereotypical here. <laughs> that's right. Not exactly what we were talking about, but, um, man, like I think it was an interesting combination from like a very sweet girl from Oregon <laughs> coming from Parkdale. Yeah. From Parkdale <laughs> coming to this big, crazy city where like, I rem- I just, <laughs> I can picture myself as like this like young 20s girl like trying to find my way on the subway and and being like excuse me excuse me like I'm sorry I have to get through and then Mm -hmm. and then like fast forward a few years and just like pushing people out I mean you got to be aggressive to get anywhere in the city and and get anything done um Mm -hmm. and you know like you're holding doors for people and (laughs) you know that just doesn't happen (laughs) it doesn't happen um but there's something sort of like I don't know when when you get into it and when you just like again like lean into your surroundings and and lean into the culture. Um, oh man, it sure becomes more fun. And I think mm-hmm. now um, I am like a, a nice like middle ground of both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I know when to be assertive and then when to be nice. Yeah, <laughs> good combination, good balance. So, yeah. So from from all from living in those two different places on the east coast does does that make you appreciate parkdale a lot more or did oh yeah definitely um i think anywhere i go did you miss seeing the mountain oh yeah i love the mountain um yeah but i think you know regardless of if it's in the united states or if it's internationally every time i come home and especially that um that drive back from the airport on 84 it just makes me so mm-hmm. grateful to be here it's like yeah. that's when you know you're home yeah when you're driving yeah on 84 totally heading towards it or ever yeah and it's just like the most beautiful landscape ever yeah it's really special and it also makes me whenever i have friends come and visit that always like reminds me of how special of a place yeah, it's it like is you're we proud live. to show them the town mm-hmm. so proud yes and so reminded at how amazing it is um and it's fun to like do things in the city that you don't usually do you know sort mm-hmm. of like touristy things that always helps me um just you know it's a good reminder of how awesome of a place we live in what kind of things do you like to do around here for fun Ooh, um well since it's winter started skiing again so fun do you go to meadows or yeah meadows meadows um so that's really fun Uh, i haven't been here for a winter in a a while because i moved i moved back a year a little bit over a year ago um Hmm. from new york but was traveling um so it's it's fun to be here for a winter and in the summer i grew up windsurfing and right now my brother's teaching me how to kiteboard bless his heart that's another good southern (laughs) bless his heart bless bless your heart bless your heart um but yeah so that's been really fun love hiking in the area and um so real quick question so besides some some of the sayings and the slogans from the south Mm -hmm. is there anything else that you you learned or took from the south that you're gonna you keep or from new york city anything Hmm. besides besides (laughs) y'all Besides y'all, um, you know what? I think their hospitality is something really to keep in mind mm-hmm. and something that I really loved and admired. Everyone is just so I, welcoming. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that there's a the saying, Southern hospitality. Oh, yeah. And that's, maybe that's not just a saying, but you actually experienced a lot of that. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and also the aspect of slowing down a little bit. I know mm-hmm. I talked about being very speedy in New York, and there's definitely like a time and a place for that but also mm-hmm. um having the reminder to slow down too i think mm-hmm. um there's 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 something else that i i just now thought of about the south that is kind of unique to the south what's that so in the south they have in in you'll, you'll probably second this but they they have they love like hanging out on the porch like, mm. with the rocking chair like every <laughs> single house has you know the, the either a sofa or rocking chair so not every but but, but but mo- but a lot like of outdoor them. seating. And, and yeah, and a lot. And you'll drive through neighborhoods, and people are just hanging out on the por- like. That's that's another southern thing that I think that we would find a little bit strange up here in the northwest. Like mm-hmm. you, you don't just hang out on your porch and 
you know, I get maybe that's at least at least when I was growing up, that was I don't know if you saw that when you were down there in Savannah, but oh yeah, um, definitely, yeah, yeah. Time is slow. Did, did you did you catch a glimpse <laughs> of all those old uh, like um, like large mansions, like old Southern style houses and everything? And oh, it's so beautiful over it, there. It, yeah, yeah, Charleston, yeah. Savannah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, they call Savannah Charleston's raunchy cousin because sure. they're very similar, yeah. but Savannah's like a little bit more just like <laughs> run down maybe. Charleston's like absolutely beautiful. And nobody and wants pristine. to claim Brunswick where I used to live, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's beautiful, yeah. That's something to take for sure. So uh, tell us tell us about some of your favorite restaurants. What what's your favorite places to eat around here? In Hood River, Riverside is my number one. It was my first job. Oh, is it? Okay, okay. My first job as a hostess, I then, like, went on to cocktail waitress there. I just, there's, like, a very soft place Mm -hmm. in my heart for Riverside. And I absolutely love their food, too. I think they Mm -hmm. make amazing What do you like to get there? What do I like to get? Um, A burger. If I'm, like, really Mm -hmm. feeling hungry, a burger is, like, my favorite thing to get. Um, at any restaurant, but they do a really good burger. Um, and then all of their pastas are amazing mm-hmm. if I'm in the mood. Mm-hmm. And I'm gluten-free <laughs> I'm gluten free mm-hmm. and dairy-free, and they do an amazing job with that. They have do, awesome gluten Do they gluten-free. have gluten-free <gasps> pastas? They do it really well. Oh, yeah. my g- gluten-free, everyone. Yeah. Are you, <laughs> you go, you're, you're gluten-free? No, but I know there's a lot of people who, oh, okay. who yeah, look yeah. for gotcha. gluten-free. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do great. Um, they just had Indian night, which I had on Thursday. Oh, every you know? every Thursday night is Indian night. Ooh. And, and I do, yeah, I'm there every Thursday night. <gasps> That's one thing I haven't tried there. You should. Okay, I'll have should. to go back. Okay, I've tried so back. you like Riverside. Yeah. Riverside, Solstice is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Kickstand is really good. Man, mm-hmm. um, I loved the summer downwinder, the tacos, like the taco truck down by the event site. Do you guys ever check that out? Oh, Which taco truck? Downwinder. Mm, that doesn't ring a bell. Just oh, man. Yet. So good. Um, it's like right on the event site on the water. Okay. Was it Was it um, by the, what was it called? I feel like there was like a Hawaiian food mm. cart there. I think there was. I think you're right. There was. Oh, maybe so. One there. Yeah. That they had really good tacos, and they'll be yeah. back this spring. Yeah, yeah. On oh, the so event site. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have something. To yeah. check them out. Something that just popped into my mind that you you very well may want to know about is that, and I'm not sure if they're going to have this by the time that this uh, podcast actually airs, but Kickstand is doing their like Southern Week. I think this coming. I saw Are a thing they? on their Instagram. Yep, they said that they're going down south for their food <laughs> cuisine. So, so you know, you're gonna feel right at home. There well, you at go. least That's for so a temporary cute. home. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're they're gonna, and I can't wait to see to see what they got cooking because we'll we'll see how they do the southern cooking thing. Oh, what a good idea! Yeah. So maybe some fried chicken and waffles. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. That's the problem yeah. with Southern Possibly. food. It's just like not quite healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's good. But yeah, it's good. yeah. They 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 love Balance. frying stuff there. <laughs> they love a fry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. So where, um, uh, what are some of your go-to coffee shops besides Dog Dog, dog River? Uh, yeah, because okay, so we've already yeah. covered mm, Dog River. Gosh, I love it. And what I you, I used to absolutely love working from coffee shops like that's one mm-hmm. thing i really miss now that everything is closed um and dog river was my spot um but stoked is amazing i love the mm-hmm. coffee at stoked and then i'm up in parkdale a lot and moby's is awesome they're coffee out to moby so do they have yeah. a do they have a like a dine-in are they gonna have a dine-in um they do have like little food to take to go that they mm-hmm. make um they have these really great like breakfast turnovers um and little scones and bits like that mm-hmm. but um they're open friday saturday sunday now are and they, they okay. are really awesome are they it's, it's just fun to see parkdale sort of like come alive and like have Bro. more things I've, going on too i have to say i've noticed even since since i've been here i've been here in the area of about um four or five years now mm-hmm. and and i've noticed that there there's a uh, parkdale is starting to kind of like um 
be a kind of a happening place outside of Hood River. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of like cool it's like little like a hidden gem, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only is it on the Fruit Loop, but but there's a lot I've noticed. So there's Solar, Solera Brewery. Yeah. Right now, and then there's uh, Moby Coffee Roasters that popped up, and I noticed. So another thing that I noticed too, like if you go to the farmers market, like a lot of the farmers from are from Parkdale. They have a lot of cool stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if anybody's like wanting to live off grid. I mean, there's that Parkdale's a perfect, yeah, because you have uh, so (laughs) many like local farmers that produce like everything that you need from meat to vegetables to, you know, some, Mm -hmm. and a perfect view of the mountain. Oh yeah. It's the best view. (laughs) And they're also growing grapes to make wine. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Vanessa, I've heard you like wine. (laughs) (laughs) I love wine. (laughs) Any shout outs to any, um, any wineries? All of them. All of them. Okay. okay. <laughs> I love them all. I'm sure all. they'll take that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I. You know, in Parkdale, if we're thinking Parkdale, I really like Grateful Vineyards. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. and I think right now they're doing outdoor seating. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're doing a great job. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, but yeah, all all the wineries. I, I can't complain. I love them all. <laughs> From downtown to Parkdale and everything in between. Oh, we have a lot of work to do if we're going to try out all the wineries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Will? Uh, restaurants or coffee shops? Is that what we're talking about wineries? or? Yeah. What, what are your favorite? Favorite. So my, I have found myself, um, like when when COVID was not a thing, I would be at Dog River, just just like you said, almost yeah. like every day trying to like work on the computer. Mm-hmm. So I, I got to know the staff really well there. Um, because of the shutdown, I've been kind of drifting a little bit towards Stoked, uh, mostly because they have like these really awesome breakfast burritos with like this awesome green and red salsa that um, is my kind of personal favorite right now in town. Because mm. I go in cycles, mm. right? So... So not only that, but um, but uh, like it's stoked and it uh, all of the coffee shops are, are great, but but uh, but because of the breakfast burritos, that's what that's what's been pulling me towards stoked. And then on my days off, then then I can go like walk, you know, around the river as oh, I yeah. as I finish my dopio espresso, <laughs> right, with a little bit of honey and coconut. And Yum. sometimes I mix it up with a white mocha and a little bit of honey. Like different combinations like that. So you can learn a lot from a person's coffee order. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, my 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 recipes are just um yeah, they're 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 a little bit out there, but they're not bad. They're not like It sounds um, great. I like I, it. I would also recommend um uh a matcha like I think I had a coconut matcha latte from ground. Mm. And, and I do recommend that, too. So I'm um, trying to think as far as like restaurants, um, Indian night, I'm there every single Thursday night at Riverside. I love seeing what Kickstand has to offer. I'm really sad that I didn't get a chance to like they they had Spanish food this past week at Kickstand. So they're going to go right from Spanish food into Southern like sort of like theme for this coming week. Um, I just thought of something. Yeah. I have to shout out 64 Tap House. Okay. They are there. So I had some cider this week. Mm -hmm. So good. Really? Um, And it's, I think, by Avid Cider Company. But it's the acai lemonade cider. Oh, yum. So good. Really? Um, I know right now they're, you know, they're only doing outdoor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, services and takeout, but check them out for sure. Yeah, but food. Tap, yeah, tap but food. But but food that is well worth the uh, the walk or the drive. You know, doesn't mean that you have to like cook at home. You can, you can go. Oh, it's that. not food. It's, it's uh, cider. oh the cider. Yeah, yeah. even the yeah, yeah. even the the cider. Oh, yum. Yeah, okay, there's definitely I've got some places to try now. <laughs> so 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 tell us the the food and the drinks compared to New York City. I know, it, you know, we're competing oh, here gosh, with guys. like a, a, a city of, of like, what are they, 20 million, 30 million? I don't know how big they are, but. It's but, big. But, um, but give us your comparison. Do, how do we stack up against 
against a big city like New York. Okay, this is really putting me on the spot. <laughs> sure, I know, I know. Making you choose, making um, you choose between New York and oh man, I Hood mean, River. New York has the best food, the best food. Um, and what's really cool about New York is, like, you'll just be walking down the street and. like there's you'll pass like a million different restaurants and honestly they're all pretty dang good like Mm -hmm. that's really cool about new york Mm -hmm. um but i mean there's something very special i think i mean i feel emotionally connected to a lot of the restaurants here Mm -hmm. which i think you know makes me like them even more but Mm -hmm. i mean dang new york New York yeah, knows I what's know. up. Well, they, they <laughs> with the food. I got I got to admit it's hard to compete with world class chefs because they they do draw like the the best chefs in in the world there. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. But <laughs> but but I like to think that, like pound for pound. I think I think we're doing pretty good. You know what? There's you know, a lot of good restaurants here. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. So totally. Growing up here, mm-hmm. um, what are like some of your favorite memories of like doing what? when you were growing up here? Mm-hmm. I think just being able to do so many outdoor activities and sports, and I don't even think I really um, had a full grasp of, every, of everything that we are, um, of everything that we're like Offering. able to do here. Yeah, yeah until um, I moved somewhere else. But yeah. like, oh and my then you gosh. come back and you're like, wow, I'm a lot more grateful for oh, yeah. this town. Yeah. Absolutely. But just being able to grow up and, um, you know, run outside and like do all these different sports. And um, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. I remember um, growing up, one of the things that I looked forward to was like First Friday. Oh, where they like First Friday. Sh- um, yeah. Close the streets and mm-hmm. all the shops would have like stuff to sell or open and what, a lot what of is more. what is first friday that's yeah it was i mean i'm sure they they still do it without you know when covid's not happening but um for a lot of the time especially in the summer months they would shut down oak street and all of the businesses would be open late on the first friday of the month and it would just be this really awesome event and yeah, they would close down the streets mm. and you could like walk on the streets kind of like a street party oh. maybe. yeah yeah um and it you was know, it seems like I, I think a couple years ago they did i remember that they closed it the middle of town mm-hmm. yeah that. so okay. it happens okay, yeah. it like kind of starts around the summer um but obviously this year that that didn't happen but mm. yeah. yeah i remember like doing first fridays during the summer or the fairgrounds. The fair, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Where was the fair at? In Odell. In Odell, okay. By Wais. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that is another thing, especially now that I'm older. Um, mm. I really have realized more that just our community here is so, so, so special and something that I feel so grateful to have had growing up. Um you know just like so supportive there's so much camaraderie and love like between all of the people here and everyone's here to support each other it's 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 really really nice yeah so i I just remember that quote that i couldn't remember before so so it goes like this i just remember that the life you lead is 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 only a dream to others so and that that has made, me, mm-hmm. has made me think before that, I mean, think of all the people all over the world. And whenever, whenever I'm feeling a little bit down, when you're speaking about gratitude, like I remind myself that, you know, think, um, think of all the people throughout the world who are just sitting there and, you know, w- wishing like, you know, that they could live here in in hood river Mm -hmm. and run this you know a podcast or do what i do and and as down as i get sometimes about certain things you know like my my life is is also is it would be an absolute dream to like like so many people Mm -hmm. right and and that's that that definitely makes me think you know that that we need yeah definitely more gratitude Mm mm-hmm do you have any advice for people who are dreaming of maybe leaving town and following their dreams to New York or um, 
continuing school and fashion or whatever like any advice for other people listening yeah i would say do it do Mm -hmm. it if your heart is calling you to do it um find a way um and there is a way there's always a way to figure it out um and i yeah if you are if like you know deep down that's something that you want to do do not give up until you have done Mm -hmm. it yeah. Was your family pretty supportive of you, like, going all the way across the country? And Yes, yes. Thankfully, they were. Um, yeah, it was funny. I, my brother went to school in outside of Boston, and I was in Georgia. And my mom was like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, but we always um, sort of, like, knew we wanted to go far away for college. Um, and thankfully, I come from a really big family, and I had... I have like five cousins in New York City and an aunt and um so I never really felt too far from home. Mm-hmm. So that was always really nice too. Yeah. So another another thing I like to ask people is uh tell us about some of your local recipes. What are your local recipes? That you can only yeah, not can only Can you give an can, example? Like so for example, like I like to tell people I like to make um uh my let's say beef ramen soup with Ooh. beef bone broth and i like to put um the product from gorge greens into that along with like maybe some like sprouts so yeah some of the some of the sprouts greens. from the gorge greens mm-hmm. and so for example like i'll take the beef bone broth that i get it let's say safeway mm-hmm. and i'll boil that and then maybe like throw in like a bacon to make it more hearty and then mm. so i'll cook some ground ground beef on the side so then i'll take maybe like half of that ground beef and then put it into the bacon and beef bone broth and then put the beef ramen oh wow so sounds good so, so for example bacon like, i mean yeah, yeah. Right? okay so <laughs> go wrong. oh i've got rest i've got some recipes that call for bacon yes <laughs> so um so that's what i mean so so that's a that's a that's an, a recipe that you can definitely make locally um so do you have any kind of hit um local recipes that, that you want to share with now you got me kind of hungry um <laughs> i do have to preface this by saying i'm not that much of a foodie like i'm not an amazing cook at all mm-hmm. but um i have to give a shout out to my mother the gardener extraordinaire mm-hmm. this summer we could make full meals from the garden mm-hmm. and that was yes. pretty really? awesome yeah so usually oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so usually my like ideal meal is lots of veggies and then some sort of protein Mm -hmm. um but we would do just you know potatoes and onions and zucchini oh we would do really good this is what we did almost every day in the summer we had a ton of zucchini and we would um bread it with a little um gluten-free breading and then fry it up so it's like kind of like strips of zucchini breaded Mm -hmm. really good with like an egg in the morning Mm. Um, amazing amounts good. of kale, oh, so good. So, mm-hmm. lots of like kale smoothies and salads and um, carrots and basically anything. Cabbage, oh my gosh, anything you could imagine. She pretty much grew it. Um, so yeah, that that was something we ate a lot. Just a lot of wow. different grilled veggies or fresh veggies and um, yeah, some sort of That's protein awesome. is like my go-to meal. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Some something you might not get. In New York. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't garden your own, you know, farm your to own table. Meals. <laughs> that is definitely sure. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, any any last minute shout outs? Um, any? Any last words? Yeah. <laughs> I just, um, I'll tell so, everyone where to yeah, read the uh, book. Yeah. Where, where can we yeah. find out in, more information on, uh, on your book and, and, and website instagram yeah absolutely so the gratitude university book called with gratitude is live on issue so it's issuu.com slash gratitude university you can find it there and um, definitely check out our instagram at gratitude university we also have a facebook page at gratitude U, and then my personal instagram is at sarah rosie r-o-s-i-e nice yeah and um, just want to thank everyone who has supported this project so far. Um, Kirby um, with our paper, thank you so much for being so supportive and 
putting it in print when it was more of so just an idea. Um, Shout out to Columbia Gorge News. That's right. Yeah. And my family for being so supportive. And um, I just really hope that all of the essential workers and unsung heroes in this community know how much we are grateful for them. And please, if um, you know, just tell them your gratitudes whenever you see them. Yeah. And just be more grateful in general, right? Yeah. Absolutely, it's, yeah. It's, I feel like it turns into a lifestyle. Once you start being or practicing gratitude, it, it's not as much as a habit, but a lifestyle. Absolutely. That's a great way to say it. Yeah, and, um, you know, there's so many things just throughout the day that you can do just to practice gratitude. Like, just pause for a second, take a deep breath, and think of three things you're grateful for. Mm. My, I was just talking to my friend before this, and she has a reminder on her phone that goes off every day at 3 p.m., and it says, gratitude, drop into gratitude. So, you know, it's just simple things like that. Um, and my favorite, favorite way, I don't think I said this yet, but to practice gratitude is telling people how grateful you are for them because you get that amazing expression of gratitude and also someone else is feeling mm-hmm. really awesome and they get that that is so, so true i never thought about yeah. it that way yeah so tell people you're grateful for them and thankful for them and mm-hmm. um write it in a letter oh my gosh yeah. you know mm-hmm. we barely do that anymore send them a note mm-hmm. yeah i like that well right. this was a good episode yeah yeah in any you want to give any shout outs to any businesses um yeah, actually. Yep. Shout out to all the Latino businesses yep. we haven't talked about yet. Oh, yeah. 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 Talk about the Latino business leaders here in town. And, and on that note, um, I'm sorry for the life of me. You're going to have to remind me the name of the um, restaurant that I had the shrimp. Taqueria uh, Los Amigos. Ta- yeah, I'm sorry for my... Like, it's okay. Taqueria Los Amigos. Los Amigos in Odell, yeah. And the... Um, just so everyone is aware, I, I had on um, Vanessa's recommendation the uh, the shrimp soup, and it was just absolutely Ooh. amazing. Caldo de camarón. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the broth was was well done. There was a lot of vegetables, mm. and there was a few like really good good shrimp in there, and it really hit the spot on such a cold day. So that was um, uh, Taqueria Los Amigos yes. in yes. Odell. In Odell. Yep. So shout out to them from from myself for this week. Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally recommended. <laughs> And um, all right, guys. Uh, any um, any uh, last words for the for the episode? Um, stay tuned. Stay tuned for more. And totally. also, thank you to everyone who has been supporting the podcast too. Oh, yeah. And yeah, if anyone totally. has any recommendations on on guests or or what kind totally. of things they want to hear on the podcast, should they just send yeah. you? Yeah. If anybody has uh, an incredibly interesting story or anything that, that really you know, that they, they think would go well with uh, this podcast, uh, just uh, shoot me a message on Instagram at, at Discover Hood River, and uh, we'll get the ball rolling. So thank you. For, thanks for reminding me for that, Vanessa. You're welcome. <laughs> thanks for having yeah. me, you guys. Yeah, thanks. and thank fun. you for coming on. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, Bye guys.